again. <laughs> Hello. Hello, and welcome to another episode of This is the Part I Don't Get, starring Bay and Jay. Yay! Thanks for joining us. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is episode 21. Mm-hmm. We've made it into our early 20s. We can drink, we can drink now. Yeah. Woohoo, parte. <laughs> parte. All right. You guys are going to have to forgive me because I'm coming down from the plague that I uh, got earlier this week. So I have a very attractive talking voice. and um, It's not really <clears> that <throat> noticeable. It's just the, the coughing up of the phlegm that yes. is noticeable. <laughs> So I might have a little more throat clearing than normal, so I apologize to any of, of us uh, misophonia folks out there. Oh, um, look at you in the big words. Yeah. I'll try I'll try and keep myself hydrated over here. I've got With my your liquids. Diet. Your Diet got Coke. My liquids. You know, I've cut back on the Diet Coke. <laughs> have you really? Yeah, I only drink a few per week. <laughs> really? I'm serious. That's 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 an accomplishment for me. Yeah. I think I, I average a few per week. Because it used to be pretty much at least once a day, sometimes Ugh, twice a day. I'm telling you, it's a hard habit to break. It is. It is. But it, it does help with, like, not being as hungry well, when, you... when I just drink regular water, which is a struggle. Oh. Do you want to know my new habit? <laughs> what? That that other drink Reach that you over here and fill this blanket. What? Just touching this it? This part. It's heated. Oh. I'm telling be you. Be careful. You Those things catch fire. have not lived... Until you've well, been heated. We have a heated towel rack. Not to brag. Not to brag. <laughs> oh, I think I saw that when I was when yeah. I was over at your place. I was like confused by that all my the boyfriend's... technology. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Like I, I feel so good under this thing. Really, it's it's, it's so nice because it gets so freezing in here. Yeah, it's quite cold in in the <laughs> winter. So it's nice to be wrapped in. In the lap of luxury, if you will. <laughs> that and a, and a space heater. Oh, yeah. I mean, except space those heater is yeah, my is my Christmas. Those bit. screw screw up your or blow out your um or break your circuits, or they can. That's great. I can't wait. Well, at for least that. they did when I when I interned on the hill. I remember, you know, I it was like I know this sounds so bougie, but it, the AC it was in the summer. The AC would be up so high that it'd be cold. So I need a space heater for my legs. <laughs> And then it would like blow out the circuits. <laughs> you would blow out the circuits in Capitol Hill. That's yeah, you know, great. I'm. They kicked me out. So. Wasn't that space heater girl again? Well, they're like, oh, there she goes, <laughs> that bougie intern that needs a space heater in the middle of summer. Wear a jacket. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have used this blanket. You, you could have brought this blanket to work. I I feel like that's probably a. I don't know, some sort of hazard? <laughs> well, I guess the space heater was too. But yeah, good good to know. So, any hoozle, I guess it's your turn. It is. And I I'm got a little surprise at the end for us, for mine. So. All right. Well, tell uh, us your... All right. So, um, my, uh, my topic is uh, this fake meat craze that's been popping up um <laughs> specifically the beyond meat the beyond burgers and the impossible burgers. i just had um beyond meat last week and this week because now they've 
they put it in the frozen meat section in the grocery yeah. store. Yeah, yeah. And I got a patty and I put it in my chili. What did you think? Oh, it's it's good. Really? I like it. Okay, okay. No, I got Beyond. Beyond, okay. Not impossible. Okay, all right. Well, I guess we'll have to... We'll have to delve into it. So, what I don't get, I okay. Let me back up. I I think it's I think it's a great a great great thing. Um, but I am a little confused. First of all, how does it look and and supposedly taste like like meat? Um, another thing, is it <laughs> like healthy? What's the science behind? Yeah, like it just that part like is a little weird to me. Is this healthy, or is it something that's going to eventually kill us, just like the old Diet Coke that used to be the healthy oh, yeah. alternative? Um, and and then finally, is it too good to be true? I don't know, because like sometimes, it it just like felt like out of nowhere. I'm seeing it, like even in the cafeteria where I work, they have it now, and it's just like uh-huh. popping up everywhere. And I'm like, is this just like another like just you know just a way that they're trying to make money? Um, so I'll just break it down. Um, the two big suppliers, Beyond Meat, um, most of my information I got from their actual website, beyondmeat.com. Then there's an article in, is it Vox? V-O-A? Yeah. Okay. By Kelsey Piper. Um, it was founded in 2009 by Ethan Brown, um, who actually is from this area, and he, uh, grew up on a farm and was into renewable energy, um, and he realized that something needed to be done to help with climate change. And he realized the biggest issue was actually meat consumption that was um, causing yeah. the, all the um, carbon monoxide. Don't ask me. Shit. I know what you're talking about. CO2. Let's just go with that. <laughs> it's either monoxide or dioxide. I guess it's dioxide. It's got little two. Anyway, I almost failed chemistry. <laughs> um, okay, so they currently offer... This is the one you had, right? The Beyond? Yeah. So they currently offer beef patties, sausage, and beef crumbles. Yeah. Uh, their products first became available in 2013 in upscale restaurants and Whole Foods. And yeah. now they're available at Dunkin', Subway, Denny's, Carl's Jr.'s, Del Taco, Friday's, all these other places. All right, so ingredients. This is what I was curious about. Okay, so the, their website breaks it down very nicely um, into uh, the proteins that it's made out of are peas, mung bean, fava bean, brown rice, and sunflower. So, and so a far, nice so good. Chianti. Fava beans. I don't get it. It's from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, of course. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I have seen that movie, but yeah. Um, the fats are cocoa butter, coconut oil, sunflower oil, canola oil. Jeez. I know. <laughs> hey, they got to make it taste like me. Get, the, get that oil in there. Um, the flavors and the colors come from beet juice extract really? and apple extract and natural flavors as I guess says. they do have to I never thought about that but they probably do have to manufacture the color too yeah and that's how they apparently make it bleed like like real meat that I haven't seen okay but you know because you cooked it right oh yeah I okay. mean my husband has has had it many has had both um in restaurants Impossible and Beyond many oh, times. Oh, okay. Maybe we can get so his I've take on it. So I've seen it in, like, a burger many times. And then we just got in the grocery store and cooked it like how you would cook, you know, ground turkey Look or ground beef or whatever. So I have not seen it bleed. Okay. Or maybe that's <laughs> maybe the other one. Maybe it bleeds one. when it's raw. Yeah. Because of the beef. I think juice? maybe at least gives it its red 
the red coloring. The color definitely does change when you cook it, though, just yeah. like real meat. That's yeah. Kinda, it's kind of kind of weird. And then it also has calcium, in terms of minerals, it's calcium, iron, salt, potassium chloride. Um, and the carbs, it has potato starch and, here, oh, this is a tough one, methyl <laughs> cellulose. It's a plant fiber derivative. So... I mean, nothing too, like, weird. So go or, out and get those ingredients yeah. and make it yourself, folks. Yeah, all you have to do is go to a lab and, um, <laughs> like, you know, ferment it. No, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a part that's confusing is how exactly they make it. I know it's, like, it's in a lab and there's, they, like, they extract the protein and then they somehow make it into a beef, like, product. Yeah. Like, I don't know how... But apparently, um, you know. It definitely blows the mind a little. Yeah. So, let's see. So, according to Beyond Meat's website, they cite a, a study from the University of Michigan um, that Beyond Meat burgers created 90% less greenhouse gas emissions and uses 93% less land than their animal meat counterparts. So, according to that website, everything's great. Um you know, because I think I think a lot of this kind of was fueled by, um, you know, those when they were burning down all the rainforest to yeah. create more room. Yeah, for, that's actually a very good parallel. For the, You're right. Um, yeah, for so they could have more room for farmland, and then also there's been a lot of documentaries that have gotten really popular, like on Netflix and stuff, um, that have caused people to like just go completely vegan. Oh. Um, I mean, not me. There, I mean, people. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard um, a, a surgence of people talking about plant-based lifestyles yeah. lately, and there's like some sort of show, or maybe it was a maybe it was yeah. documentary about these athletes, and like what happened to them when they went completely plant-based, hmm. and they were all like really good effects. But then I've also heard other people who was like, I noticed no difference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it probably really depends on what you're substituting it with and what you're eating instead. Because, yeah, I remember for the the six months I was a vegetarian, like I ate nothing but like pizza and pasta and macaroni. And let me tell you, Mama packed on the pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so you really have to kind of know what you're. Oh yeah. What you're doing. Um, so uh, Beyond Meat is the only one that's certified vegan. Apparently, the Impossible Meat does animal testing, so they are not vegan, even oh. though technically the ingredients like are vegan. Do they feed it to I, animals? I don't How do you know. test food? I don't know. Um, I guess they did something with animals to. Okay. I, yeah, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, the vegans weren't happy about that. Um, so that's just the the. The basic on Beyond Meat. Impossible Meat was founded also um, by same last name. <laughs> um, Are you serious? Yeah. Maybe Stan it's the same person secretly. I know. That'd be funny. He's like, which one will make me more money? <laughs> uh, it's founded by... And it's the same burger! <laughs> <laughs> Fools you all. Uh, founded by Stanford biochemistry professor Patrick Brown, um, mm -hmm. but no relation. Um, this, this company says that they're... Uh, they're, they just have the burger patty, but it uses 95% less land and 74% less water and emits about 87% less greenhouse gas than making a ground beef burger from cows. Yeah. Um, sorry, let me turn the page. Um, <laughs> the, Rustle the paper, paper a little more. 
The burger has more protein, less total fat, no cholesterol, and fewer calories than a similar sized hamburger patty made with beef. It contains more sodium, more saturated fats than unseasoned beef patty. Um, it can be found in, in um, at Burger King is the biggest place, White Castle. Um, and But it's not sold in, in stores. It's just to, uh, sold to restaurants. Yeah. Um, so the Impossible Meat Patties are made from a blend of soy and protein, I'm sorry, soy and potato protein mixed with sunflower oil, yeast extract, and salt. The most notable thing about Impossible Patties is the inclusion of heme, H-E-M-E, an iron ion found in all living things that gives meat its inherently meaty flavor. The heme used in Impossible Foods is derived from fermented soybeans. So apparently this, this, um... Whatever this ion is is found in all living things, but it has a meaty taste. Okay. So they found a way to get it out of plants and not just meat. Um, oh, okay. So the question of is it healthier? I I kind of found answer like the a answer yes and no. no. <laughs> so they it has a lot of salt. In it's it. got a lot of and sodium. That's the thing. It doesn't have cholesterol. Um, it has more protein, I think I already said that, but it does have more protein than regular beef. beef. Patty. Um, but it's very processed and that was the biggest, yeah. um, critique I saw because like they're saying like processed foods leads to like the same amount of problems that beef and red meat yeah. can lead to. Um, so that was the biggest thing. So they all, like, the nutritionists and everything that weighed in in these articles were saying, like, eat it in moderation, basically. Like a regular burger. Yeah. Like, don't expect, like, a nutritional Like a benefit. full, beyond impossible meat burger diet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I think the same could be said about a Boca burger or, like, a veggie burger, because those are so processed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, what else did I not get... Well, the thing is, is that, um, also the, if you're going to eat these, I personally suggest based on my experience beyond versus impossible because impossible has soy in it and soy has been linked to cancer cancer and, and hormonal changes in women. And I remember when a couple summers ago, when we tried to go, um, as meat free as we could cooking mm-hmm. and stuff like that we did you know which is the easier route which is the meat substitute mm-hmm. not just vegetables and i definitely noticed a change in myself that was not so great really yeah and like and what i kind stopped of well it messed with my cycle if oh, you must know sorry <laughs> i didn't like, know if you meant like energy level like a lot like a lot and it got me really worried. And then I stopped ta- I stopped eating that soy-based stuff. Yeah. It wasn't even beyond or impossible because this was before yeah. they sold it to grocery this stores. This is just like the tofurkey and stuff um, like that. Yeah, like things like that and like, uh, well, like, like Boca Burgers and Gardein was one that we really liked because yeah. they have the grilled chicken. Because I am a chicken eater yeah. way more than a red meat eater. So yeah. when I can find a chicken substitute, I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm all about and it. And that's one of the things I read was even though it's like less CO2 emissions like than beef, they're saying it still produces the the same amount as like say chicken. Like so it's like less but it's still there's still like a good amount of like uh-huh. CO2 being produced. It's not like nothing is produced. Yeah. So there's well, still Well, I mean concerns. you also have to consider like 
the farming industry, period, thinking about, um, like, what they're saying, like, the amount of land that they take over and then the amount of energy that they take to process all these things. Yeah. But also, like, even just the gas and the cars that they use to, to tr- ship everything. Yeah. And that, actually, climate change was a huge reason why I wanted to go um, even further than that. I think maybe three, four years ago, I was like, I'm going to be a weekday vegetarian. Well, that's... I made it, like, two weeks. But that's actually what... I was reading, like, what is the best way to get it better. And they Mm -hmm. said be, like, a flexitarian. Yeah. Where, you know, you try to... They said, like, oh, just have chicken or beef, like, once a week, which I think is kind of hard for people that are in this society that, like, are told to have, like, you know, protein and meat in pretty much every meal. But I, I think just any you know, any attempt to cut back is, is going to make a difference. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think we should just like, like, I think just say like, oh, I'm going to become a weekday vegetarian. I think that's going to be like, maybe start smaller, you know, like a Friday. Vegetarian. Yeah. Or like people do like meatless Mondays now. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. You're right. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. And it, I mean, you guys already have experience at least with it. So you've already but got one foot in the door. But, but like, like you said, like now that we're so carb, like we yeah we're like so anti carb hyper focused on on carb yeah that the idea of being a vegetarian is a little daunting too because because you're like okay I can't replace it with bread or yeah pasta like I'm literally or rice just eating vegetables and beans yeah but I work with someone who is a vegetarian and she's she tries very hard to not do meat substitutes and I should just get some. <laughs> Some recipes. Yeah, maybe she could come in and be a guest. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but so, um, yeah, so being a flexitarian, you know, they said was the best option. But, like, you know, this is a good option if you really miss meat and, you know, need a substitute. Which is totally me. And they're saying, (laughs) this one article was like, it's so funny how, you know, they're talking about, like, cognitive dissonance and how... You know, like, we know it's bad to be eating this meat, and but yet instead of just, like, cutting back or stopping, we're like, let's just make a lab version <laughs> of something that looks like meat and tastes like meat but isn't meat. Like, we go this far. And then when I was reading this, I also came across, like, they're recreating, they're, like, using stem cells to make, like, real meat in labs. That is so creepy. That's, I like, know. way back episode two, or three, when I talked about cannibalism. Yeah. And how they were making flesh. Oh, I forgot Remember about in that. A science lab? I want to say it was, like, Harvard or Yale. They were, like, yeah. making substitute flesh. <laughs> yeah. Because they're such a big so... meat, apparently. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Um, that's kind of... I, I mean, I guess the reason I feel like it's, like, a little too good to be true, I just don't fully trust it because it is a corporation and because a lot of the meat companies are investing in these. Oh, really? Yeah, like Tyson's. I didn't know about that. I think they're kind of, like... Or maybe they're seeing the tides change yeah. and they want to get on that Well, boat. yeah, I think they're trying to, like... Yeah, they see it. They see a market possibility and they're, yeah. like, they're going for it. But it's, like, they're saying, yes, they've sold a lot, um, like, to stores, but they don't know yet... Like, are people actually buying it well, in am. the stores? Well, there you go. <laughs> and I met, actually, I was getting ready to make my chili. And then the another person at my work had bought it and was making it that very same night. So I know at least one other person <laughs> who's making it. But I know a whole bunch of people who have purposely gone to Burger King 
just to try the Impossible Burger. And then they get all upset when it... This does not taste the same. Well, no, duh. Okay, I'm sorry, but it's never going to taste the same. It's not actual meat. Well, it's uh, it's funny you mention that because... Uh... <laughs> do you have it? <laughs> no! Yes, it went to Burger King. <laughs> we get to do taste tests on the air. <laughs> I can't wait. I actually, but I can't tell you the last time I. What is it supposed to taste like? It's supposed to taste like a what's a it called? burger? No, a whopper. What's the, a whopper. How long has it been since you've been to Burger King? You know how I have the ban. Oh, that's part of the ban. I haven't been. I'll break the ban for this burger. No. Oh my god, that's so big. <laughs> okay, this was eight dollars or over eight dollars. So for how this much alone. is a regular whopper? Like four or five? Probably. Yeah, it's like twice the. And that's what one of the critiques too. I'm, gonna, I'm having I'll, like hedonic hunger. We just had dinner, but I'm, I, I see this and I'm immediately, oh, I'll have little, some more. It's a little cold, I think. Well, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be refrigerated. Technically, you can eat it raw. Um, that sounds like a great plan. Here, you can have the bag as your tray. I gotta take off the... Uh, You're not gonna eat any of the onions or anything. No, no, no. Alright, I'm gonna take the onions off I'm as taking, well, because the onions are gross. Yeah, so, so for the listeners, uh, this is a lot wa- of... Uh, Impossible Whopper. It does have cheese on it and mayonnaise so and all the fixings. Funny. I know. No, where was our chicken sandwich? I know. For the chicken one, Jay. Girl, I wasn't waiting in line for hours <laughs> and getting stabbed. All okay. right, please forgive us for our chewing. Yes. You ready? Yes. Let's okay. do this. Oh. It's not bad. I mean, it's probably been at least, I want to say, 10 years since the last Whopper I've had. I mean, had. it's got a lot of toppings, so it's like, but it looks, it looks I will definitely say that the bun, the toppings, the sauce, Damn. and the physical appearance are, like, exactly yeah. the same. Like, it's maybe not as juicy or tasty, but... It's the texture. To me... I, really? I can't even tell the difference in the texture. The texture is the only thing that's different, in my opinion. When you're biting into it, it just doesn't feel the same as meat. Because meat is, like, a little firmer than this. This separates way easier. Really? Like, there's a part of me that's, like, did they just give us a real burger? But I was expecting, wow, like, a big difference. you were like those people in the commercial. <laughs> I know! And I was like, oh, it's not going to be anything like the commercial. I'm going to be like, this is terrible. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all because I think I read like different people's opinions and they were ranking like the best and the worst. Yeah. You sound just like the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was reading an article where they're ranking the best and the worst doing like a taste test and I think the impossible Whopper came at as like one of the worst. So I was expecting it to be bad. But then the White like Castle com- one oh, in comparison came to other as, restaurants? The, as the best. Yeah. I guess they just went to, like, all the, the different restaurants. I would totally eat this again. Yeah. But see, that's the thing, though. Me and my husband were talking about how we like Beyond. And we were very excited and happy to see it in the grocery store. I'm like, oh, wow, now we can actually make a non-soy version meat substitute. But, um, like, like you said, is it too good to be true? Because, like, it's in fast food restaurants you know like it's yeah. in Dunkin as much as I love my Dunkin like I can't yeah, it's, say that it's, it's high quality meat. yeah <laughs> so but maybe the beyond you know if you get it at the store I don't know and you cook it yourself 
I'm yeah. sure if you cook it yourself, it's probably better than getting it at yeah, a fast just like food restaurant. But, um, yeah, I definitely am a little skeptic. Yeah. So I actually, <laughs> I, I talked to the guy, the, the drive through window. <laughs> well, just cause he was like, he was like, oh, I haven't tried it. And I was like, have you guys been like, he, would he you said like they, to be been... interviewed for our podcast? <laughs> I didn't tell him about the podcast, but. But he said they they've been selling a lot of them, so I guess they're doing well. I just I kind of see it as something like people are gonna get bored with it, or they're gonna you know eventually unless you're already a vegetarian, like I think it'll and you are looking for something that tastes like meat. But I don't know. I just don't think it's gonna last. Yeah, it's like a craze. It's a fad. Yeah, like people are gonna you know after a while you'll be able to I think tell the difference more if you can't already. Yeah. I can tell a little difference for sure, but I, I am in a way, I'm like a terrible tester because like, I, I can't tell you what the other one tasted like, but maybe if they were like right next, maybe yeah, if, like, you could I know, bite out of one and, and a bite out of the other. Yeah. I, I, I thought about doing that, like getting, getting the real one and the fake one. You have to, you have asked our test. I know. <laughs> I guess it, it has been a while since I've had an actual Whopper. I remember when we were younger, you loved Burger King, and Burger oh, yeah. King was your thing. And I remember we would drive all the way out to the the one Burger King in this area. That's that's the one I went to, the one in I'm Leisure sure, because it's the only one that I can think of. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where there is another one. I think there's another one. There's that one near that thrift store. Um, that's super specific, but... <laughs> the one off Beers Mill. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Duh. Duh. Yeah, but see, again, like, I'm a chicken person, so I always had chicken at fast food oh, when yeah. I did eat there. I never really, I it's... never had burger. I know. <laughs> yeah, even there. at Wendy's. I was like, come on, man. Well, Wendy's is the chick- chicken. You have to eat chicken at Wendy's. They're known for their burgers. They're square burgers. <laughs> I don't know. We'll just have to agree. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Yeah. That was well, good. That was a really, now really good topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big-ass burger. But it yeah. better have been. See, that's why I didn't get two, because that was Yeah, $8. no, that was totally a good idea to split it. <laughs> I'm going to break the bank. I know. <laughs> $10 fast food sandwich. Right. What's your top? So, I um, I struggled this year. The, this year. This week. <laughs> um, and I th- I wanted to have a more current topic. Um, than what I've been doing and I want to make people fall asleep. So I, I kind of did a little bit of what you, your, your kind of topic. Oh, so you copied me? Yes, exactly. I copied you. I'm flattered. Um, so I, mine is about internet challenges. Ooh, (laughs) I like it. So like, what are the internet challenges and like, why do we do these things? So I, (laughs) I found some that I didn't know existed because I'm an old fogey and, um, I was unaware, I was unaware of some of these. And then I, so I found some that are completely harmless, that are just silly and humorous. Yeah. Um, and I went to a bunch of websites, they broke them down into different types of categories. And then I, (laughs) then I, then I found some that were not so harmless. So the, the harmless ones first, have you heard of the chubby bunny? That sounds familiar. So the chubby bunny is when y- you try and stuff as many like oversized oh, marshmallows yeah, yeah, into yeah. your mouth, um, you and choke, then though. you try and say the words "chubby bunny." Oh, okay, yeah. And this it can also be done with other things apparently, such as cotton balls. Like Whoa. I think cotton balls would be like the worst. That would dry at your mouth. 
too. I feel like that would, you could totally suffocate and choke. Yeah. Well, um, same with marshmallows. I know, but like, I just think that so- cotton balls would be easier to choke on. Oh, I feel like marshmallows are stickier. Um, <laughs> then the mannequin challenge with, if, yeah. if anyone oh my God, that one doesn't like... remember, it's like basically you videotape a room and with multiple people in them and they're in poses like mannequins. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was cool, but then after the 20 And then people were ones. trying to like outdo each other yeah. with the most crazy version right. of themselves being still. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was didn't to that they do it in the song. office? I think they did it in the office once, too. I think that was after. In, like, the opening. Are you sure? I might just be making that yeah. up. Yeah. Um, Maybe it was a different Everything show. can be related back to the office in my mind. Um, <laughs> the Harlem Shake, which, so the Harlem Shake was a comedy sketch using a small snippet from the song Harlem Shake, so usually includes participants flailing their arms and bodies around. And I saw this one incredibly terrifying video of people, like, from the military. <laughs> and it was just them normally just standing in their their lines. And, and then the song starts and the guy starts dancing. But then it clips to them, like, acting like, I mean, they were like, shirts off, pounding their heads on the ground, and like, you know, you're just flailing. You're dancing. You're shaking, if you will. But in like a comedic way, I guess. And it's to that song. Oh, I guess I'd have to see that. (laughs) So then, of course, we all know the Ice Bucket Challenge. Oh my god, that was... And I feel like that almost started it all. To be honest, like that, that is, is the one very of the first, first ones, ones I that I remember. And the ice bucket challenge. At least that went to a good cause. Just in case if you were living under a rock in 2014 <laughs> um, or didn't have access to the internet or have any friends, the, <laughs> <laughs> the ice bucket challenge went viral in the summer of 2014. And it basically consisted of participants dumping buckets full of ice water on each other in support of ALS, which is something I can't actually pronounce. (laughs) Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. Amyotrophic, amyotrophic, ALS. Um, So then, like, you would say, like, you know, my name is blank and I'm doing the ice bucket challenge for ALS. I nominate you know, three people and then you pour like the ice on them and then the three people have 24 hours to do it. Yeah. I'm so glad no one nominated me. No one nominated me either. They probably knew we wouldn't have done it. I'm not putting all of this on the internet (laughs) and then getting it wet, you know, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no sort of, it just got like a little bit much. Well, and then there was a lot of backlash yeah. about people wasting water. Oh, right. They were showing, like, pi- like people, like, dying of thirst in other yeah, countries. Yeah, they're like, there are people who need clean water and need real water, and we're dumping, we're dumping it on ourselves. It's a very, like, first world, yeah. and to be honest, like, a privileged white yeah. thing, in my, in my opinion. I don't know if it really is. However... I think it definitely raised way yeah. more awareness for ALS. Well, it, than it also had ever raised gotten. a ton of money. I heard. Yeah. Because I was, I kept criticizing it, saying like, "Oh, they're just dumping <clears throat> water on themselves." But is it actually raising money? But I heard, I don't know if it's true, that it did raise a lot of money. I think it did because a lot of people also donated at the same oh, time. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad people actually donated. Um, I um, yeah. So, 
at first it was like, oh, that's so cool. You're you're doing something for a charity. But then after, like, the 50th person you knew. Yeah. And there it's was like no longer just anybody cool. else to nominate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was definitely, that had a plus and minus where it was nice that it yeah. did bring awareness. I think overall that was a good That was a good more one. of a like, positive looking back, one. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, it's, I know I It's a lot more effective than Chubby Bunny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a and lot Hey, that could better raise reason. awareness for choking. <laughs> this is why we don't stop Let's 50 more Let's almost check ourselves and, and bring awareness at the same time. Um, the, the, the last one on my harmless list was one I had never heard of, and... There is a very disturbing video that was on <laughs> the website that I got the list from. It's called the Condom Challenge. Oh, yeah, where they snorted up their nose. Ew and, and no. Okay, never mind. That's not, but I think I know what you're talking about. And that is another, that's another recent one. Yeah. This one is where, <laughs> and I saw a slow motion video, so it was even better, where you stand over top of someone, you fill a condom full <laughs> with water and then you drop it on the person's head okay and that's it that's it and i saw this like girl sitting in a bathtub with what i can only presume is her boyfriend standing over top of her dropping a water filled condom on her without her expecting it no she was fully ready she was a willing participant in this one um so that one seems just totally stupid yeah um however i have heard of the condom snorting one as well yeah that one's gross that is way more disturbing. Where like, don't they suck it up their nose and then it Pull comes it out, out their, their mouth? Throat. Yeah, it's gross. Like like people do with noodles. Yeah, and like string and stuff. That's just something I don't ever like need a sideshow thing. Ugh, that's just, just natural selection. I imagine that finest. it would hurt. <laughs> Darwinism. Um, All right, now to the harmful ones. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> okay, so number one you already mentioned was Tide Pods. Oh my god. So Tide Pods, of course, became... Um, uh, so Tide Pods are these very small square-shaped packets that are produced by the company Tide, and they are for laundry detergent. Right. Right? And um, clearly have cleaning chemicals inside them with the plastic that's supposed to dissolve in the wash. And... So children mostly, like teenagers, when I say children, adolescents more than children, um, were like, in a sense, I I would say more like daring each other rather than challenging each other um, to eat them. And of course, people were were getting very sick because of this. Um, You know, like, obviously, it says on the packaging, like, this is hazardous, don't eat it, keep it away from kids. But... Like, who would think that it would become, like, a fad? I wonder who starts this. Like, hey, you should try this and I'll film you. <clears throat> and then that becomes, like, an internet thing. I know. I would love to meet the person. It's kind of like in Mean Girls where she's trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> you know? It's like, That's stop trying to make Tide Pods happen. <laughs> Gosh. Um, you know, like, you want to see, like, the first person to do this? Yeah. Maybe it was someone who was already, like, an influencer for something else, and then they just decided I just to can't do it. imagine the person who thought it was a good idea. The very first, well, anyone, really. Right. Like, that has got to be the most disgusting taste. Yeah. Um, but maybe because it's wrapped in that plastic, they don't really taste and it, it. When you look at it, it does kind of look like it'd be some sort of kids like teething toy but i think they were gonna change the way it looked to make it so that people wouldn't be as enticed to eat it but i don't know (laughs) 
They're like, we, we, it's not like it looks like a donut <laughs> or a piece of pizza. Surprisingly, the one that I got them that I, that I was able to like super easily find the most information was the cinnamon challenge. Oh yeah. Which of course we've all heard of. So it seems like it's nothing. Well, maybe where... explain it to people. So that, so at first you're like, okay, that just sounds silly. Where the cinnamon challenge is when you, you eat a whole spoonful. Tablespoon, right? Yeah, like a yeah. regular spoonful of cinnamon in under 60 seconds without drinking anything. So just imagine, like, the dry dust of a cinnamon, of, of just poured cinnamon. So this usually ends in someone, like, coughing and having, like, a coughing fit and, like, a lot of laughter and things like that. And you're, like, like, <coughs> like choking, like you can't catch your breath. Yeah. So um, even though most teenagers who choose to do the challenge endure only like temporary effects like the coughing, researchers found that poison centers were actually receiving um, increased number of calls related to the cinnamon challenge specifically. Oh, and more kids were ending up in the emergen- um, in emergency departments and being hospitalized because of the cinnamon uh, challenge specifically. So cinnamon has what's called like a caustic powder and that has these fibers that don't dissolve um, in your lungs. So it Ooh. stays dry <gasps> in oh, your lungs. So they have to get like air breathing treatments and stuff? Probably. So like nor like if anything went in your lungs, it would probably it would it would loosen in that liquid, but it does cinnamon doesn't do that. Did anybody die from it? I didn't see any well, so Studies have shown that cinnamon can cause inflammation of the airways in the lungs if it is inhaled, and it can also cause lesions and scarring in the lungs oh. and airways. Oh so God. people with asthma, um, cystic fibrosis, chronic lung disease, or hypersensitivity to spices needed to be, they, they should always be extra careful, yeah. even just when eating it, let alone oh, wow. um, doing this. So I didn't find that anyone did die, but people clearly did go to the hospital based off I'm of surprised this. no one died from the type pod ones people went to the hospital for that yeah. too but i didn't see if anyone died i could have been wrong you know i with guess my maybe super in-depth <laughs> research maybe because they're like small i'm sure if anyone had tried any with anything bigger so they would have just gotten really sick yeah so and i yeah i think it is because they are it's a small amount versus like people who try and kill themselves or whatever or poison yeah. themselves intentionally by like drinking it right um, so, and then even then they have the ability to throw it up, but a Tide Pod, you could throw that up, but it's, you know, in that little package. But anyway, so another one that was harmful that I had never heard of and actually learned a little something about science this week. Um, have you heard of the salt and ice challenge? Mm-mm. So the salt and ice challenge, apparently when... When they're separate, if you were to put that, if you were to put salt on your skin, fine. If you were to put ice on your skin, like, you know, it's cold, it'll start to melt. Unless it's, like, super frozen, and then you, I guess you could get your hands stuck to it. But yeah, I think that's more extreme. But when you put them together and you touch your skin, it will literally burn Stick. your skin off. <gasps> oh, wait, so if I get, like, an ice cube, I put salt on it, and then I put and that on my skin. And you rub it on your skin, it will burn oh. your skin off. And I saw the pictures, and I'm telling you, it will burn that off. Like, a big, like, huge... The pictures were very frightening. And, like, there was, like, this video... And they posted on YouTube? Yeah. 
So they basically just try and endure the pain, if you will. For as long as, and burn as much skin off as possible. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what the point is on that one. There might be a time I mean, limit. I think it might be a 60 second time limit as well oh. for the challenge. But you like it's put it in time. your hand and you put the salt and the ice on your hand. And then I think you wait for however, like 60 seconds or however long. And then like, I guess you just wash it off. But that... That shit looks like it hurts. It definitely looked like it hurt. And I mean, if you put a little bit of salt on there, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. But um, ironically, though, while hearing this, I almost like want to see it done. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I, I just can't. It's such a weird just thing. Just because it sounds so crazy. Because you, you, you drink ice water and you put like your salt on... What, yeah, I would French think those things would have combined in the and, past. And, you know, you drink cold things and eat things that have salt on yeah. them. Or your salts around the rim of your margarita or whatever. Yeah, th- there you go. And uh, you don't think about that kind of thing. But I think it, de- it depends on how much you're using. And it's just the salt and just the mm-hmm. ice. So it's not diluted through water or whatever food it is. It has to be direct contact. Yes, exactly. To your skin. Okay. That's interesting. And I don't think it's instantaneous either. It's It's just like the chemical reaction. It's the chemical reaction of salt and ice. Hmm. I know. Nuts. I never knew that that happened. And then, um, the eraser challenge. Have you heard of that one? Okay. So the eraser challenge is, um, when and I've seen pictures of this too, and it is also frightening. Uh, so they erase their skin off. Oh, I was afraid <laughs> that's what it was. Oh, we oh. knew somebody in high school that did this actually. Oh. Um, and I remember thinking like, "Wow, you are a freak." To me, that's almost like that sounds um, more painful than like cutting yourself. I don't know. It you so imagine like what happens with uh, rug burn. Yeah. So they are putting like an eraser or an eraser attached to a pencil and they're rubbing it back and forth generally on the forearm and they are saying the words of the alphabet. So A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A. So like you just keep how long you can last. No, you have to get to the end. So you rub the eraser back and forth on your skin in a line, um, on, until you finish the alphabet. I hope you know the alphabet. Otherwise, you're going to be doing that forever. But, um, like, and it's just these lines of of literal burns. Like, intentionally giving yourself it's like really bad mutilation. rug burn. And, and yeah, but it's, like, it's weird. It's so but it now perverse it's a, a because it's, like, this, like, yes... Because it's not only it's not only self mutilation, but it's a game, and it's and it's a competition, and it's set in this like supposed friendly context of saying the alphabet. Do you have to say now? I know my ABCs. Right, and then do you challenge somebody else? <laughs> I guess, and then and like for them to videotape it also is very odd. So not not all the internet challenges are videoed. Sometimes they're just photos. Oh, okay. And sometimes it's just spread on social media, like a photo or um, someone saying, oh, I did this or whatever. So all of that kind of fall, falls under the same umbrella of doing an internet challenge. And all, and you have to also think that a lot of the hype from these things does also come from the internet, too. Yeah, yeah. 
So they get the idea from it as well. I just think that that's just that one in particular, the Tide Pods, the Salt and Ice and the Eraser Challenge seem to be very frightening for like the youth of today. If I were a parent of a teenager, I would be like, you better not do that. I know. <laughs> like, but it's, but, but you then they just know want to do it more. They, yeah. It just is like, like you said, like the cognitive dissonance, like you should know that doing something like this is a stupid and be going to hurt yourself. Yeah, really but if badly. everyone else is doing it, it's okay. So the unfortunate thing with the eraser challenges, people were also ending up in the hospital for that too, because erasers are covered in bacteria. Oh. So they were giving themselves bacterial infections oh, no. um, because they were um, exposing the, the under skin area to to bacteria because like think about where your eraser has been think about where it's going right it's disgusting on your nasty ass um, especially if it's one that backpack. someone's like sharing um like a school supply people stick them in their nose and like in their <laughs> hair so the last one um is one that i personally experienced with um at my job so have you ever heard of charlie charlie yeah, that one you I have. Of. Yeah, okay. so, I, I remember I, I I watched some of those and people with kids so freaked. Out. I think we might have. Watched Did we watch it them together? together? I was dying. I think we might have watched it together because it'd be people that like I don't believe this shit and they'd be like, Fuck this. I think we might have because I think I I found out about it at work and I was like, have you heard of this? And then yeah, we yeah, so, you did. I think you did. Charlie, tell me. Charlie is is interesting because not only have people videoed themselves playing it. But then other people have videoed themselves reacting. That's what we watch. To watching other oh, people oh, never mind. play it. You and I watched a compilation video yeah. of people doing the reactions, and it yeah. was quite funny. They were like, damn! <laughs> You know that like brings, shouting at that the kind of video. makes me think of the ori- the original cha- um, internet challenge was two girls one cup. I don't really think that that was very much of a challenge. I think it was just people filming themselves reacting to it. I think that kind of generated the whole like let's let's all like do this and film ourselves and put it on the internet. Like yeah. maybe it wasn't considered yeah. a challenge, but it kind of started off with Can the you whole, make it through the whole yeah. video without puking? Yeah, it was like this, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I've heard about it, I want to see what it is. But I remember seeing the reaction videos, too, and thinking it was hilarious. Those were the best. That was, like, what, 2009? I know I was in college. I think it was, like, your, your junior or senior year. Yeah. So it was, like, 2008, 2010, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 2009 I graduated, so it had to have been. Oh, okay. That earlier. So, so Charlie Charlie, back to this particular challenge, is like a magic eight ball game. So the game is played by teenagers using two pencils that are balanced on each other. Um, kind of like, um, like a letter T or a plus sign or like a cross. Um, and on the pencils are balanced on each other in that perpendicular fashion and it's on a piece of paper that has the words yes and no on it. Mm-hmm. So when they're balanced like that, the person will ask the pencils, or excuse me, Charlie, um, a question. And because just like the gravity. the gravity and the science of the pencils, the pencils will then move to either point to the yes or the no. 
Um, so it's kind of almost like, in my opinion, it's more like a Ouija That's board. That's what I was thinking. Um, and I actually found out something that I didn't know about it. it, it it's actually a, a Spanish paper and pencil game called Juego de la La Piecera. I didn't say that very well. <laughs> you you uh, got out the right foot. Juego but... de la La Piecera. La Piecera. So that means Ooh. pencil game. Oh. <laughs> um, I wholly apologize. Wholeheartedly apologize. I was wholly oh, by accident. <laughs> um, I apologize for my poor pronunciation. I took French, okay? Um, <laughs> the, the game, um, so... So, so like when I experienced it, it, it had really manifested into like, um, something that was really freaking out kids in like a kind of like almost like a horror movie kind of fashion. Like they were really scared mm-hmm. by it. And like Charlie was like a ghost and they were literally breaking their freaking pencils in half because they didn't have two. So they take one, oh. break the damn thing in half. It probably doesn't work the same. And then waste their supply and then, like, throw, oh, it's broken. I'll throw it away. <laughs> um, but that was just from the small group of kids that yeah. I saw. And they made a movie this. based off of it, didn't they? That I don't know. I think they did. <clears throat> I think they did too, but. I mean, they, they, they'll make a horror movie out of it. Or anything. they were talking about doing it. So yeah. originally. Um, Described on the internet in 2008, the game was popularized in the English-speaking world in 2015, um, partly through the, a hashtag, hashtag Charlie Charlie Challenge. Um, in 2015, there were these parody websites that the game had been banned. Like, they were saying that the, the game had been banned in schools, and then it was creating mass hysteria and mysterious deaths. Um, that oh had resulted God. after playing the game. And then people like took these um, parody websites to heart. And they yeah. really like they thought that they were serious. So then in serious fashion, they were then warning children about the game, which of course It'll only, kill you. it only promoted the game in the end. <laughs> um, so it, although I did find that the game has been attributed to. Um, some deaths in other really? countries. Yeah. I, th- I want to say it was Yugoslavia, but I could be wrong. Um, but it's super hard to tell what's fact from fiction. Right. Because it was brought to the public light as a joke. Um, you know. And, so, yeah, a lot of them are fake websites. Yeah. It's literally fake news. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, like, so most of the people who, you know... They're saying, like, this is so harmful for children, for adolescents and teens. But, like, I saw lots of videos with 20-somethings, for sure. And when we did the ice bucket, when we saw our friends do the ice bucket challenge, we were definitely in our 20s. Oh, yeah. So, uh, adults. Plenty of adults. And too. we were in college during the reaction videos that we were watching and stuff. And, you know, even as adults, we were watching the Charlie Charlie reaction videos. So... It's not just teens. I think it's definitely more of a millennial thing than anything else, but it's also teenagers too. So, um, teens' brains are still developing. Um, and then, isn't it up until like you're 26 or 27? Um, so for, for women, it's, there's stop earlier than men's. I think women oh, really? is like That's 18. Great. 
Well, no, like they are. No, I'm sorry. They mature quicker. That's kind of what I'm okay. referring to. Because I remember when I was learned about that in psychology, I was like, yes, I still have time like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> to change my personality into being a better person. <laughs> like I seriously like did a little, now we're like, hooray, <laughs> a little hooray for myself. I'm like, yes, I'm not stuck like this forever. And you know, I'm going to get smarter. It, it didn't Now change. we're just screwed. Um, now it's only going to get worse. <laughs> So, teens' brains are still developing, and the part of the brain that handles rational thought, the prefrontal cortex, is definitely not fully developed until the yeah. mid-20s. Mid so, this means the teens are naturally more impulsive and likely to act before thinking through all of their ramifications. Yep. Um, unfortunately, um, very similar to, like, when I was talking about the people jumping into zoos, <laughs> and, like, like, almost killing themselves or putting themselves in danger for selfies, social media rewards outrageous behavior yeah. nowadays. And so like the more outrageous it is, the bigger the bragging rights, kind of like right. the mannequin challenge, how like people kept trying to outdo each other. Well, it's like even on the news, it's like the, like, it's like all clickbait now. It's just like, you'll have to see what happens next. You yeah. know, go to commercial. Yeah. And I'm like, and the winner is, yeah. And dun, it's like, dun, dun. <laughs> after this, <break. laughs> oh, I always hated those. Um, it's, so it's quick moving and it's impulsive environment and the fear of losing out FOMO mm -hmm. is so very real for very teens. Dangerous. Now I argue, I argue this website saying it's, it's real for adults too. Oh yeah. Um, I'm slowly but surely aging out of the FOMO process and getting to the point where I'm just too lazy to care. Domo. But... <laughs> <laughs> But um, don't still <laughs> don't care about still <laughs> still slightly do you know and I'm 32 so you know, it's like this weird feeling that like if you're not there then like something you missed like some craziness yeah. and then you ask like people you know you're like oh what happened it's and the then they're like the unknown nothing yeah like you know if you know the one time I'm not there, yeah. something great will happen. Yeah, not true usually. Not true. Plus, you'll just tell me everything that happened. Exactly. The gossip. <laughs> Although we usually leave at the same time. I know it's been an hour. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh gosh. And the food's run out, so. <laughs> I know. Really, it's really bad. So, um, but so the fear of missing out is very real, not just for teens, but for everybody, and this plays into a teen's under underdeveloped ability to think before they act. And foresee any possible consequences. For example, like, i.e. Tide Pods. Like, hey, um, <laughs> I burned myself with an eraser. Yeah. Something bad might happen. Yeah. <laughs> so what they will focus on more likely are, like, likes and shares. The posting a video or a picture could get them on social media right. instead. And I, I think a lot of kids think, oh, I'm going to become, like, famous through YouTube or be oh, one yeah. of these influencers. That is a very, very good I mean, point. They came out with, like, the richest people in the world. And I think Kylie Jenner is, like, second richest in the world. Like no, I think it was Kylie Jenner. One, I mean, she does own her own company, though. Yeah, her makeup company. But I mean, think about it. Like, and I think she sells other things too, just, like perfume and like, stuff. But like, that's all because of the, the yeah, a sex that's tape true from her sister. I don't know. Kylie. <laughs> oh yeah, from her sister. From her sister. Yeah. Yeah, with what Ray J. I mean, of all the things to spark your popularity, I mean, not Ray not J? to take away from. I'm she's done a lot of stuff herself, like you said. She's got companies yeah. and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but, they have like the clothing store Dash yeah. and a whole bunch yeah. of other things now. But I mean, that mom is an entrepreneur. It I'll did start. Yeah, it definitely did start. 
from internet fame. Well, I was just watching a, a one of my one of my many teen dramas. Um, you, um, and they were saying like, you could be, oh no, wait, it wasn't a teen drama. I totally meant to tell you about this before. Uh, I finally watched Gem and the Holograms. Oh my God. <laughs> that movie was rough to get through. <laughs> I literally had to fast forward through the scene because I Whatever. felt so uncomfortable because it was so cheesy. <laughs> I wish I'd watched it with you. <laughs> it was so cheesy. It was like brats all over again. But it's like awesomely they were just bad. suddenly started to sing for no reason. Oh, remember when they're all fighting and then she's like, give me a note. Give, <laughs> give me a, a note. Give me a C note. Like, oh. Anyway, anyone who's listening, please, if you, you have haven't Stop seen now. Gem and the Holograms, give yourself a good laugh or two. And get a drink beforehand. And I love the actress that's in it who plays Gem, too. Yeah. What's she, her name? Aubrey... She was in um, Aubrey this something. other movie about a teen stalker. She was also in Nashville. <laughs> um, so, and she's a great singer. Um, I have the soundtrack. I'll of course it. you do. I'll admit it. But when they started to sing underneath that pier, I was like, my God. I don't think we're going to make it, do you? And then he started to chime in. I was like, fast forward. <laughs> I felt so uncomfortable because it was so cheesy. It was so <laughs> cheesy. I just like... Did being... you see the end when Kesha comes out? <laughs> yes, as one of the misfits because that's their rival band. I know. The Misfits, oh my god. So, setting it up for a sequel? You know, they were, but will that sequel happen? I don't know, Probably because that, that not. movie came out, like, I don't a think, long time ago. I don't ago. think it did very well. Um, have to say, Kesha, good singer, actress. The I mean, she fit right in with everyone else The jury's movie. still out. And then that little laugh that she did at the end. <laughs> oh, lord. Anyway, it we sound like first... we're a movie critiquing podcast. Yeah. Anyway. But, um... They said, like, you're going to be, you're famous on the internet. That's the second best thing to being really famous or to being actually famous. So, like, I know, like, and I showed you that, like, reality TV show about that one guy who was, like, super, oh, yeah. like, he, he was saying the whole world influencer before we really heard that term. Yeah. And then, like, people, like, that were responsible for promoting the fire Festival, they were influencers. So, mm. like, well, so Kylie many Jenner people are looking to them now. And then they even have them in the, you know, the Teen Choice Awards. They have an influencer category now. Oh like, that's, like, God. a real thing. Like, it's definitely a trend. Yeah. So That's one thing I'm way out of touch so with. So the idea that you're going to become famous on YouTube is, is a real potential possibility to these children. And that's what they think. Yeah. I know when I made my cat's Instagram, I certainly thought that he had a chance... <laughs> I certainly thought that he had a chance of stardom. Did it happen? No. We are teeter-tottering at 100 yet. followers. Not yet. But. Would you like to plug your, your cat's <laughs> Instagram right now? Sure. Thumbs um, up Lucian. Thumbs up Lucian. He's a hands On Instagram. He has polydactyly, so. So he's got a thumb. He has a literal thumb. It's and so he gives cute. you a thumbs up. He's the sweetest cat he ever. He is the best cat ever. But. But, okay, we're, we're kind of getting, um, we're rambling here. Yeah. This is. This is not our best, but speak for yourself. Um, yeah, just fast forward through all this. <laughs> Find us on Instagram. At so, um, yeah. So that was my topic in a sense that just like the dangers of internet challenges. Yeah. I thought you. it was interesting. It's very interesting. And were there any that I missed? No. That you have heard of? Well, okay. there's the, the old people one. Remember when everyone, that was a harmless one where everyone made themselves, um, they used that, like, photo... Was that really a challenge, though? 
Or is it just popular? I mean, what's the that difference? That was the app. I think it's a challenge. You have to challenge somebody. In a Not challenge. necessarily. I don't know. These were all challenges. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Challenge accepted. Right? Isn't that from How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Yes. So that was all I got. Yeah. So you can find us on uh, Instagram on the part I don't get. Or is it, yeah. Is the this in there? No. It's the part the, I don't get. The part I don't get. Um, and watch me be wrong. Um, please, please, please email us. We haven't gotten an email in like months. At, okay, don't say that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. Um, it's been since like the very end of the summer. I think it was like August when we got our last email. Our, our, yeah, give us topic ideas. Exactly, and I and I promise I'll get to them as fast as I can. Um, but that is the part I don't get at gmail.com. The part I don't get at gmail.com. And then, Jay, I'm sure you'll post yeah. something on Facebook. Yeah, and, post and we're on, on Facebook Instagram. on this is part I don't get. Just look for the picture of, actually, of the cat. <laughs> yeah, of, oh, he, yes, of Thumbs, thumbs Up Lucian. is our mascot. <laughs> he is, he is. He's a very good uh, model, if you will. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, our next Thursday is Thanksgiving. Oh. So we will have to figure out out when we're going to actually air next, the next Thursday episode. So it'll probably most likely air either like the Wednesday before or the Friday after. Um, but definitely sometime within that week, it'll, it'll come up. It might not just be at our regular like 9, 10 PM on Thursdays. We'll figure it out. But stay tuned for more awesomeness. <laughs> okay. I Shut better, it off. I better stop. I better stop. <laughs>